And welcome back to episode 154 of the Weekly Tech Rant with me, Jay. And me, Carl. And the last Tech Rant of 2023. Do you know, we've been doing this show, I worked it earlier, for the best part of three years and five months. Have we really? Blimey. It's a lot longer (laughs) than I thought. Wow, we come up to about three years, I'm sure. So I kind of was like, how long ago was August 2020 when we started? And, you know, Google was... Yeah. And Google was like, well, you know, if you started from August the 1st, it's, you know, three years, five months, 29. I was like, whoa, okay, that's a lot longer than I thought as well. Oh, I remember starting it thinking, like, well, what are we going to do in the pandemic? (laughs) (laughs) Or can't go anywhere, let's do a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the what demic, sorry? Ah, <laughs> oh, so we are back for our last show, twenty twenty three. This is unscripted. We haven't got any notes for this. We well, might have done. I haven't. Oh, we <laughs> notes for this. Do you ever we... have any notes? I do. I do. I scribble notes down. I run off the back of um, the the list that we've got, and I scribble stuff down bits of post it notes. That's why. Okay. <laughs> um, and I have stories open as well, so I can I highlight. You know, using the thing on the browser, you know, you highlight the stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. But this is, I say, the final show of 2023 before we enter into 2024. I can't believe I'm saying that. And what we wanted to do was kind of every year we have a kind of a way to think about, you know, what was our best stuff, wasn't it? What was the best games we saw yeah. uh, played, I should say? What was the best films we saw? What was the best, you know, maybe, you know, uh, TV series came out? Yeah. Uh, you know. And, of course, we, we talk a lot about the series and stuff and how we enjoyed them. But kind of coming back around to it, be good to kind of think you know was it as good as we thought it was you know yeah, was that film really yeah. as good thinking back on it you know actually was that really that good because a couple <laughs> of these films i think to myself that was terrible but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. watch it the second time you pay a bit more attention you're like, yeah oh maybe no <laughs> you're like what did they do there i don't know i don't know so that's what we thought so we're to, before we get back to our normal scheduled programming and the first week of january 2024 uh where we will have all of the latest tech so this as i say is going to be about what have we enjoyed uh, so go on and carl you kick us off this week uh or this week this show or this episode this time this year this month what um, have i enjoyed what, what have you enjoyed give us your first yeah. pick sir uh, let's pick gadgets okay oh so, good uh, call gadgets I did acquire a DJI Mini 3 Pro uh, shortly oh, yes, before my did. summer holiday. I did. <laughs> That's uh, right, you did, didn't you? But in all fairness, I had a Mavic Air, which was uh, it seen better days. It was quite an old one of the initial Mavic uh, DJI drones. So uh, it was quite an upgrade, even just going for the Mini, you know. Coming from the air, I think you got much better battery life. I think I was only getting about 15 minutes battery life on the air. Getting over half an hour per battery on, you know, on the Mini 3 Pro. Uh, having the screen built into the controller was a massive jump. Because obviously you have to... I don't, yours doesn't have the screen, does it? You've got the Mini 2. I've got the Mini 2. So in my controller, you slot the phone on top of it. Yeah, I always do. Uh, mine went underneath in the air. But same principle. And you plug a cable into it and it works that way. Uh, yeah, so that that's great having that. You know, I don't have to have my phone you know, out and attached to it. I can't use it. And the biggest one, though, for me was going from getting OcuSync, which is their oh, transmission yeah, yeah, thing, because yeah. the Air uses Wi-Fi. So I mean, I, have I forgot how dated fair, that was. Yeah, I had got some fair distance on that. I think I probably got about two, two or three kilometers on that, which is pretty good and very rare. But now with the OcuSync two or three or whatever on the Mini Pro, the latest one, uh, yeah, massive difference. I don't really get interference anymore. Um, 
Though annoyingly, I bought the Mini Three Pro, and the next month the, the Mini Four drops. Pro came. The Four <laughs> dropped, of course. Uh, yeah, but that's, so, that is that's like every time you upgrade anything, isn't it? You it know, is, it's it is, always yeah. the way. You know, I mean, I mean, some of the things I don't like so much about it. It's definitely not as stable as the Air in high school. You don't reckon? Uh, okay. It's a lot bigger craft. It's probably twice the size. Uh, uh, I suppose so, that's yeah. the thing. That, yeah, and, and the Air does go faster. You get forty odd miles an hour on the air. Uh, the mini does like. Is that in sport mode though? Yeah, in sport mode. I think the yeah. same as the mini. You only get 35, 36 miles an hour in sport mode. So I've done with, it a couple of times and it flies. And that's also with um, what's the word? The uh, sensors all turned off in sport. That sensor turned off. Basically, you crash it. It's your own fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no emergency braking going on here. <laughs> no, I did it a couple of times in a wide open field, and yeah, but she flies. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, that was a really good one for me. I, I took it on holiday up to the Highlands and got some stunning footage. Uh, yeah, really, really impressed with that one. So, yeah, I, you know, I have to say, I've been I've been looking and, you know, sorry to rub it in. I've been looking at the Mini 4 stuff. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I, don't wanna, I don't need to upgrade. Genuinely don't need to upgrade at the moment. I'm not at that point. But I was looking at some of the videos and some of the, the tech specs on it. And that the 4 is superb. How do they pack? all of that in to a device that is 249 grams i know that's it still weighs less than the 250 that doesn't really matter so much in the uk anymore does it you still need to go and do your tests and stuff like but that now still with the though i mean the fact that it's got you know that new op, op, um what they call it is it active shots is it? i think the 360 thing you know like yeah. so you can now do tracking mode that up to 20 kilometers with full HD video, I read as well earlier. Oh, wow. I mean, oh, yeah, is that a new version of OcuSync? Is it? Uh, uh, must yeah. be, yeah. You know, and the fact that you've basically got again, is it pretty much a 4K camera as well on board? Yeah, it's, it I mean, is a stunning. It's 4K, but it's got HDR as well, and it's better optics and lenses compared. I mean, the Air still did 4K; it wasn't HDR, but uh, yeah. And you even get things like I think up to 120 frames a second at 1080p and stuff like that. I was like, I'm not sure what I need oh. that, but it's got that capability in it. You know, I, I, I talking of drones, I mean, you watch a lot of films today, don't you? And you think, oh, those shots. And then you kind of like think in the old days, that would have been either a, a long... Like you know, hanging boom... out of a helicopter, weren't it? Yeah, right? but that, exactly. Hanging out of a helicopter or it would have been one of those long boom arms, wouldn't it? That they yeah, have, uh... it. But now all these sweeping shots are drone shots. There's no other way they could do them. And it's no, just no. absolutely amazing. And you think of some of the, you know, the, the high-end drones. And yeah, you know, the camera rig stuff with red cameras on them and all that kind of stuff. I'm not. Um, I'm not going to go into the other use of drones today, you know. But we know that drones are getting a lot of other usage. Commercial drones, don't they? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right. The three and the four are definitely superb bits of kit. I can't take that away from them at all. They are yeah. very cool, very cool bits of kit, um, yeah. and reasonably priced, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I paid considerably less for a Mini Three Pro than I did for my Mavic Air when I bought it. Yeah, I mean they're not cheap. Let's be honest, they're not. No, you know, they're not. But they've come down massively in price since they, you know, since they were first um, uh, launched, isn't it? You know, you think they, oh, were, yeah. you know, they, they were very much unattainable. Now, okay, they are not cheap in the sense of you know, quick and easy twenty pounds, twenty dollars. No, but they are affordable in the sense that you know, most people can purchase them. Yeah, an amount of technology and kit and smarts built into that, you know, yeah, crazy. Yeah, very, very cool bit of kit. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, you know, maybe I will get to the four at some point. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I did see the Mini 3 Pro is going for like 400 quid. 
And just the drone, you still need a controller on top. But I was like, yeah, and then the final that's pack and all that jazz. What I uh, paid for. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Yeah, again, that's always the way. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, oh, yeah. Talking of, you know, talking of upgrades, I probably don't need, but really, really want. And I know you want this. Go on, go on. Quest free. Uh, yes, you know what? I was just going to say, like, talking of kind of uh, upgrades and stuff, um, uh, gaming, I guess that was a good, good segue because I was going to come into gaming, but let's yeah, touch on the Quest 3 just a quick second. I mean, I'm still very much thinking that is going to be something I'm going to buy this year. Uh, uh, the bit that did it for me was that I think I sent you the link, that mod for DC. Yeah. Somebody's done something yeah. where he's got, because it has AR, he's done pass through, clearly, he's using some software to map it out, but. You can see his hands and the joysticks and all his like stream decks and his instrument panels, the real life ones using AR. But anywhere you'd see out the canopy in 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 the plane is then VR. So you've got a mixture of VR and AR going on, but <laughs> Just, you can actually use your keyboard. And I was like, I saw that and watched the video, and I was like, I'm sold. <laughs> Here, take my money. You know that meme, you know with the with the Brian Futurama. It was. Take my money. I'm always tempted, like you. I keep sending you links, and you do for me. Of uh, you can get the people have handcrafted all the instrument panels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Buy them, and you hook them up via USB, and you can map them to your your F18 or whatever. But I can't use that in VR. No. Now you can. Yeah, it is very tempting. Um, Very tempting. I had to go. I had to go on uh, flight sim the other day. Actually, not DCS, but flight sim. Um, And you know. The the Quest Two, no, no, I've got the Rift S already. The Rift yeah, S, yeah. Uh, the Rift S is good, but it just doesn't have the fidelity in the cockpits, you know, sharpness. Um, and I just, yeah, I want to play more in VR for flight sim because it's, it, it's the only way to play these days. Is, because is, you can't uh, go back to 2D anymore, can you? No, it's, it's. I mean, I was playing with the Concorde the other day, um, <laughs> and it was nice to do some external shots on that, you know, in 2D. That was quite cool, you know, yeah. to, to see that. But you're right, the immersive experience, you need to have VR. And yeah. given that flight sim 2024 is coming out next year, uh, yeah, I think you and I will be heading for a Quest 3 sale at some point. Oh, Maybe I'll do it as a so. deal. <laughs> Yeah, well, buy two. How about we buy one, get one free? That'd be lovely. <laughs> that would be lovely, wouldn't it? So, talking of games, then, and one of my yeah. picks this year is um, was not you know the several games that we've played, but actually one that kind of came out this year was Robocop. Ah, um, yes, I mean you beta tested it, didn't you? I did. So early in the year, I, I I couldn't mention it, but obviously I was on the the beta test. You know, signed NDA. Robocop Rose City, which came out um, so when did it came out in December, didn't it? Or was it September? Yeah, it was I can't last month or so, wasn't it? You know, I can't remember now, but yeah, so it, it came out. Um, it is a good game, it, it is not going to set the world alight. It's not a triple A cyberpunk 2077, you know, all that jazz, but it is a good game. From uh, was it Take On, uh, Taeon, sorry, Taeon and Nakon is the yeah. publisher. Um, but what it does is it just captures the whole spirit of those first two Robocop films back in the 80s. And it does it perfectly. And the fact that they've got, um, oh, God, what's the guy's name? Brain's gone dead. Who was Robocop? Uh, Paul, was it Paul? Um, oh, Paul. I don't know. Yeah, I know who you mean. Can't think of the name, though. Oh, it's going to come to me in a minute. Uh, Brain's hurting. Brain's hurting. Who is it? This is uh, uh, Peter Weller. That was it. Peter. Yeah. So it's got the voices of Peter Weller and Nancy Allen, um, who were um, uh, Robocop and, yeah. um, oh, God, I can't think of his partner's name. <laughs> Anyway, respectively, the fact they captured, they've got both of them doing the voices. You know, it's got a little bit of cheek about it. And, you know, Robocop is Robocop. So he's pretty much invincible to a degree. But they've managed to create a storyline in, in old Detroit 
Uh, it works. Yeah, and like I say, it's not going to set the world alight. The reviews are pretty good. Most of it's like 92%, I think I saw when I was looking at my notes earlier on Steam for like the reviews. Yeah. Um, but it's just a good game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of those ones you don't have to worry about playing. It's like, you know, like you get into like Starfield or whatever, and it's quite complex in that. You don't have to think about this, you know. You know, this is a 35-year-old franchise that puts you in Robocop in between the first and the second film. I think it's sorry, the second and third film, sorry, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and it sticks to the source material. Nice. Yeah. Some of it's daft in the way that, you know, the guns, he feels quite cumbersome. But you can, it's like all this stuff, you've got to level up. Um, the side quests are funny as well. You get to see, like, it's more a human side to Robocop, you know, like the bit that's, okay. you know, Murphy. Um, but again, yeah, and I played it, I think I completed it in about sort of, I don't know, maybe 10 hours or so, maybe slightly longer. I can't remember. You know, it wasn't massively 11.7 hours there i've just looked on steam 11.7 hours to complete yeah. it um but it yeah it's good you know I, I don't know whether it personally it was worth the 30 well it came out at 44 quid and i think i got it somewhere else for about 35 i don't know whether it's worth 35 quid and i know that's terrible to say i know that's not the right way to look at it from a developer's standpoint um but there are some good moments in it you know the bit like if you've ever seen the robocop films those of a certain age yeah, they're like the bit where Robocop targets, you know, the green lines. Um, it's got that dot matrix feel to it as well. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. quite a funny game. Um, so it is it is, it is, is a really enjoyable thing. So, yeah, for me, that was one of the games that stuck out for me this year. Um, another quick pick, because I'm talking games, if you don't mind, um, no, was no. finally we got Ready or Not uh, released, didn't we? So Ready yeah, or Not, yeah. which is the, yeah. the kind of spiritual successor to the SWAT games. And now... I've had this, and I, I'm actually convinced you to buy it, didn't I? Um, yeah, I need to reinstall it, though, because, yeah, I've rebuilt a PC, and I haven't got around to installing it yet. So I bought this, I think, last year when it was in early access, and it finally came out of early access with a version 1 release, uh, which was, I think, about December the 18th or something like that, was it? It wasn't that long ago. Yeah, very, very recent. And they finally gave it. It's got a, finally got all of the missions in there. If you've played the... If you've been playing it for the last couple of years i guess you'll recognize the levels but they're now polished the AI said there's a storyline and it works really well there are some bugs but it really does play well and it is one of these classic games where you know as the kind of police element to it you know if you die you die and and yeah. also if you if you make a mistake um your team suffers you know um yeah. so there's a real essence of you've got to work as a team you've got to use the commands of the squad to you can't just go in guns blazing like one of our good friends you know you have to really think about <laughs> how you're going to approach these missions uh, and really kind of plan ahead to be honest with you, you can't plan for eventualities because the AI is quite good but you've got to kind of think about what can be run the next corner and you know the old kick the door in blow a thing up approach generally gets you killed you know it wow. is a good game like that so i haven't you know i think i've done about three or four of the missions so far um it is stressing me out because I've got several of my officers uh, out on medical leave at the minute, which is causing me some problems. <laughs> is but, that because of something you did or didn't do? Uh, uh, maybe they just found it very difficult to, you know, <laughs> get in the door. <laughs> but yeah, but like I said, so that's probably two of my games picks anyway, like, for, for last year. Oh yeah, like game wise for me, I mean, there hasn't been any massive standout ones this year. I mean, we played Forza Motorsport, Horizon Five. Uh, Payday 3 still gives me heart palpitations every time we play it. It gets so oh, frantic. Uh, Starfield I've been enjoying, but there's nothing that's really gripped me. I, I find I keep going back to one of the Ghost Recon games. So while it isn't one this year, I am looking forward to next year, Grey Zone Warfare. Because this looks like it's not Ubisoft. Oh, so no, this is, yes, this is Stormy. 
on Steam, wasn't it, that we've um, yeah, added to the wish list? Uh, who is this? This is Madfinger Games doing this one. It's not Ubisoft. It's not an official Ghost Recon, but it looks very much like Ghost Recon. It's co-op. It's a giant island. It's uh, set in Asia somewhere. I think there are some Soviets. <laughs> is that is that your generic? It. Is that your generic Asia? Is That's it? You know? it? Yeah. There's been a there's been a coup or a civil <laughs> uprising. You know the usual thing. There are Soviets involved as well, apparently. Uh, but yeah, it looks very much like a Ghost Recon game, and most importantly, it's got co-op. So me, you, and our friend. Oh, we can fire up a team. We can go take them all out. I'm really looking forward to this one. I, I have to say, so yeah, I had a look at it myself, and it had elements of Wildlands in it for me. That yeah. was kind of that kind of uh, Asia, South Asia, you know, South America style. Yeah, so kind jungle. of. Um, and it looks pretty good, as you say. It looks like it's helicopters. I think you hopefully you can fly those. Um, you know, the video, the gameplay videos look pretty good. And again, it's tactical. We like that. You know, we you know got to a stage in life now where modern warfare and all that kind of stuff is good fun. But you want to play a little bit of like I have to think about this a bit more, isn't it? You know, I want to, I want to get in there. You know, I will play Modern Warfare Three once it hits Game Pass, which apparently is going to be twenty twenty four. So we'll fire that one up and we'll we'll get killed a lot, but we'll give it a go. Um, I'll play the single player on that. You know, (laughs) maybe not the multiplayer, but uh, yeah, we'll give it a go. Uh, What's Homeworld Three? Is the other one I'm looking forward to. Homeworld, yes, three. Yes. Out next year. Uh, I played the first two, loved them. They're, you know, um, um, what do you call them? Uh, Real time strategy games, but three dimensional set in space uh, rather than 2D on a, a map on Earth somewhere. Uh, so it has an, an extra element there you have to think about. But I'm very much looking forward to it. I watched one of the videos of that earlier, funnily enough. It was like yesterday, I think, or the day before. Yeah. But I was on Steam. And it does look pretty impressive. I think it's a March release from what I saw. Is it okay? So fairly early in the year. Looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. It does look very impressive. Um, and it kind of that's a good segue because that kind of reminded me a little bit of Foundation, you know, the Apple TV series. Uh, yes, I um, need to watch that. And Foundation Series 2 was out this year. Um, yes, yep. a, and it was absolutely stunning. You know, the fact that, you know, it does a 120-year time jump <laughs> The first or second episode, yeah. and, at the, and it does the same at the you know, I mean, slight spoiler, sorry, at the end of it, it does it again. You, you jump several hundred years into the future at the end of it. Um, you really had to pay attention to go, right, what year oh, now? God, yeah, at the beginning of this because it jumped around a lot in season one, so yeah, I think, I think if I remember correctly, the, the one of the closing scenes, you're 152 years in the future, yeah. It's like it, it's mental, um, but it's it just is stunning. I can't get away from how stunning it is, um, and it just you know I know we talked about when we first came out. You know they're, they're planning to have was it eight series, potentially nearly ten years worth of TV. That's you know the it. way the time the time it takes to come out because what nearly two years wasn't it from the first one uh, to the second yeah. one? I can't. I, it was some time. Uh, 2021 to 2023, yes, yeah, so basically two years. Um, I can't wait for this next one. So we're looking probably 2025 for the next one. Um, yeah. But it's just, it's just like I say, the the vision, the artistry, the whole storyline of plot. Is, but you know, it's diverged from the books massively. But I don't think that's a massive problem for most people now. No. It, but it's enjoyable. You know, and once you get into it, and if you get into the characters and you can get the plot lines, it works very well. You know. Uh, the first series, I think, was quite more difficult because they did a lot more jumps in that, and I know a lot of people suffered, didn't they, and kind of trying to keep up with that. It, there was elements of Lost, you know, <laughs> uh, back then. But, yeah, and I've talked to a TV series Apple, and it probably might be one of your picks. Apologies if it is. And yeah. It's obviously um, the MonsterVerse 
uh, Monarch series at the moment. It was. I have two down. So, I'll let, yeah, I'll let you pick up on that then. Yeah, I was going to say Monarch, uh, Legacy of Monsters. I don't know how many episodes are we in on that one now. Uh, fine. I, I want to say we're uh, seven, seven, eight. Seven, eight, it must be eight. Eight come out on Fridays, don't they? So it must be eight. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, so I've oh, I have watched eight already. Nine must be out on Friday. Yeah, I've watched it, eight already, but uh, yeah, that's been a bit slow going, but I've kind of really, really enjoyed it. And there's, there's a lot more Monsterverse movies seem to be coming out next year, don't they? There's that one you sent me earlier, um, Godzilla, Godzilla, but I uh, know it's, it's Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. That's what it's that's called. That's the one, that, and that seems to follow. One, and again, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't watched it. That seems to follow and tie in with uh, Legacy of Monsters. Uh, yeah, it is, and it's also the follow up to Godzilla versus Kong, as well as the it cinematic piece. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so I mean, definitely go and watch that one, especially if you like big monsters. Actually, some of the episodes. I don't think you see a monster, or a monster might only be in there for 10 seconds. Uh, but it's all yeah, but this... about how they find it. And Monarch's this secret organization, isn't it, that uh, is trying to track these and potentially stop them and figure out where they come from and what they do or why. And I think this is the clever part about it, though. And I think, again, they haven't gone in for this big... I mean, it's expensive to put a monster in every, uh, every yeah. single episode. But I think what's so clever about it <clears throat> is that they have managed to build it up enough that you the apprehension's there isn't it you're like yeah where's the monster coming from what's coming next and you know in the time with the films even though this is set isn't it? i think we talked was it 2015 oh, we said was it between times it's the 2015 uh, i think there's which is between some of the actual movies uh and then there's 1960s or 70s as well it jumps between about three different time zones every now and then yeah, and I think, but but it's the film itself is set before. Sorry, the series is set before Godzilla versus Kong, isn't it? Yeah, after the first Godzilla one, because they 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 talk about it. ah, yes, right, in San Francisco. Yeah, that, that's uh, right. Yeah, before Kong's, there's been no nothing about Kong so far. No, that's correct. Yeah, so that's really good. I th- and I think it. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, actually, I think it's also. I think it's also before Godzilla King of the Monsters as well. Possibly. Yeah. Well, the one where he take you know where they have the round the world fight, don't they? And uh, they have the yeah. the um the device, the orca or whatever it's called that calls people in. Mm. So I think it's yep. set before that as well. But yeah, again, really cleverly done. Typical Apple, high end production, really ties in well. Um, that double timepiece again, I think is is a really clever plot line, isn't it? You know, to to to, to kind of get your yeah, interest in like generations that. of family as well here. So you know, like the grandparents and the children, stuff like that, are all mixed into it. So yeah, uh, and the other one I've been really enjoying, based on the book Reacher. So I haven't watched series two yet on that. Oh, so, so series two is based on his eleventh book, Bad Luck and Trouble. Whereas the season one was based on Killing Floor, which I think is the first book. So there's been quite a jump in books. Uh, but from what I've seen so far, it's quite self-contained. So if you've never seen the first one, you could just jump straight into season two. You know, I think the only characters that are still in season two so far, I think I'm what, uh, four episodes in, are obviously Reacher himself and Neely, uh, the lady from the first one. She makes a couple of appearances. I, I read 
I've read most of the Reacher books uh, years ago. Yeah. Before now, I say most of them because I know there is a lot. No, um, yeah. I read a lot of them, absolutely lots of them, and I think I probably I've probably read that book. Yeah, this one's um, about uh, is it his, his old team, the hundred tenth special? Yeah, that's unit, right. Start being killed off. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, okay, in yeah, New York, yeah. who's trying to figure out what's going on, and uh, yeah, track down the killers. So I think was, and again, in the books, what's quite clever because. In some of the books, they're they're first person. Yeah. Um, in other other books, they're written in third person. It's quite oh, clever. Okay. I'm not read. So it, it, yeah, so it changes. Um, but yeah, they are really good. I can't wait to watch it. I have to say, after the Tom Cruise um, reaches, yeah. there was a bit of anticipation, wasn't there? About is going to work? Alan Richardson, he's so good as Reacher. He's perfect. I perfect. enjoyed Tom Cruise's Reacher, but I hadn't read the books, so I and I knew nothing about Reacher before watching films. I thought ah, it was alright. I quite enjoyed the action. But yeah, uh, Alan Richardson is so much better than Tom Cruise as Reacher. Well, I mean, in the books, Reacher's six foot five, built like a tank, you know. Well, Alan, Alan is as well. <laughs> that, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. He, compared to Cruise, he he fits that portrayal um, of what you expect Reacher to be as that, you know, yeah. that kind of, if you've read the books, you kind of have that visualization, don't you, of what somebody might look yeah, like. Yeah, of course. And I think he fits that really well. Uh, so for me, I've, I've got that on queued up to watch, and I have to say I'm watch looking it. forward to that. Yeah, definitely. It's already been greenlit for the this, this, this filming season three already. Well, it's because it's so damn good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he said, I think it was yesterday or the day before, he put something out on Twitter, and yeah, they're already filming season three. I don't know which book this is based on, but uh, yeah, it's in production already. Excellent. I tell you, talking about, I kind of had a quick one on Scott TV and films then. Um, Oppenheimer for me was a really, really good film. Oh, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. That was such a really, really insightful film took it there's a little bit of liberty with some of the historical elements of it okay, you know, it's, Hollywood, yeah. it's hollywood isn't it um but i think it played well i think it was a good given where we are in the current timeline and you know what it represents around you know, the, the the betrayal of the uh, not the discovery excuse me the development of you yeah. know the first atomic bomb or second atomic bomb as well and obviously where that led and and how oppenheimer was well, yeah, I think he was. He, he was hounded because of, you know, views that he'd held uh, prior to uh, joining the Manhattan Project. And, you know, it was all that McCarthyism, you know, red under the bedtime, yep. you know, where everybody who wasn't, you know, towing the line was clearly a communist, you know. Uh, you know and, and, but it has such a such a casting, you know, this silly kiss. It's Cillian, isn't it? Cillian Murphy, I can't even pronounce that correctly. Yeah. You've got Matt Damon's in it, Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. You've got, you know, Josh Hartner. You've got uh, Rami Malek's even in it. Huge cast, um, massive cast, yeah, massive cast. So doing really well, uh, really well. I mean, that's just to name a few of the ones I can remember, uh, but it, it absolutely massive cast in it as well. Um, and I think the other film probably you might have as well, I just said one that really enjoyed this year was Creator. I thought that was a Dude, really, I didn't really have good it on film. my list. I, I had John Wick four, just because it was the conclusion of where he you know, of the films. Yeah, of, yeah. Of, of his film, there is Ballerina coming out this year, which is set in the past, a prequel. Uh, but thoroughly enjoyed that one. It did have a sad ending. You know, it had to come to an end. But um, yeah, it was good. I struggle with that. <laughs> yeah, I still do as well. I'm, yeah, yeah, I whirled up. <laughs> uh, but the other one I just had down, just a, a two-second mention, was the Meg 2. Uh, <laughs> I it's so stupidly funny. I mean, it's more of the same. I love the Meg 1. Me and the kids love the Meg 2. It's Jason Statham at his, at his yeah, best yeah. fist, being completely improbable. It's all set a bit in the future. And uh, is it the barrier? Is that where the Meg came from? 
There's some uh, so no, no, the, yeah. yeah, the Mariana, Mariana's Trench. And yeah, there's the like Barrier this. Uh, that, yeah. yeah. And then uh, some shady organization starts mining below it. And of course, everything goes wrong. And a Meg or two or whatever escapes, along with sort of other creatures that causes havoc around the world. Uh, it's great fun. So, uh, as I think I said when this first came out, I said to you, like, I read the books years ago by oh, Steve Olsen. Right, yeah, and they, yeah. they are good. There's six of them. And oh, they, really? They, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's plenty of material. Um, <laughs> I didn't know this until I looked this up the other day, yeah. but the Meg one was actually a successful film. Well, I imagine it was. It was a bit different. We haven't had a decent shark film since Jaws. No. So the Meg 2, I don't know what it's gross, but I get it's probably close to it. Um, but apparently they're saying that you know, there is the Meg 3 apparently was green. Not, I don't know if it was green, lit, but it was touted it could actually come out. Yeah, okay. So uh, I'd be interested to see whether or not. But I just under four hundred million dollars worldwide. Yeah, I um, I, I enjoyed the financial success or not. I I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed it as well. I like you say it's Jason Aspel's best. It's kind of almost back to that eighty style of films, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, kind of if you have to think too much about it. And with modern effects, it doesn't look cheesy either. It looks works. Oh, it's pretty good. I am. So I I have to say I I enjoyed that as well. It cost 185 um, million to make. It made 390 million. I'd say that's a success. Double, double what it cost. Oh, uh, well then, yeah, it's got to be in it. So yeah, no, I, free, yeah, yeah, I'm good for that. I think that works really well. Um, I think do you know we didn't talk about gadget. I didn't bring a gadget. But do you know one thing I for did. me this year? Yep, go for it. To add on to your DJI Mini, by the way. Yeah. It's for me. There is one gadget this year, but it's not a physical gadget. It's ChatGPT, and not just ChatGPT. Ah, yes. It's uh, clawed by Anthropic, uh, barred by Google. You know, this past year, I've really got into using all of those um, device, uh, devices, all of those platforms, particularly ChatGPT. I've really embraced that, you know, paying for it now. Um, I've, you know, starting to use it to really kind of, not just for basic stuff, but actually shaping things, analyzing data. Yeah. It's been really useful with my um my personal uh, sort of education to help me summarize PDFs and large data sets. It's, you yeah. know, it does that really well. And also if you give it kind of uh, ideas of things you want to write, um, it'll help form a synopsis. So if you're kind of like struggling to, I don't know, put an essay together, I could say, right, here's my titles. How should, you know, give me a way to order this properly. Or, or And it does it really well. So it gives you kind of the bones and you think, right, brilliant. I can go away and write now based on the structure and things like that so it's really really helpful and i think you know the next if you look at things like mid journey i saw a great set you know mid journey being oh, yeah. the, um, uh, the, the, the image creation yeah. yeah um i saw a video the other day that showed mid journey gener generation in two years um oh, and I it went through that yeah and you saw it with the minor it was the yes, minor was the one yeah and how it had progressed it was stunning and it went from being kind of abstract didn't it to be fair yeah <laughs> to <clears throat> i couldn't decide whether or not my bro I knew that was not real, yeah. but there was part of me going, if you'd shown me that for the first time, I'd have said that was a stylized photograph, the vinyl image. Yeah, and like 10 years ago or whatever, you would have gone, yeah, that's not CGI. No, it is absolutely amazing. And I think in the next six months, we're going to see an absolute explosion in capability and technology. A little bit terrifying, to be fair. Yeah. But I think that's where we're going to be going with it. And for me, that's that's also, I think, going to be my pick for 2024 as well, is AI capability, if I'm honest with you. If I kind of have to say one thing for the coming year, yep. it's AI capability. Okay. So I had one last thing, and I think you're going to appreciate that. Anyone that likes 
Home Labbing is going to appreciate it. <laughs> I came across it this morning and I thought, I'll, I'll oh, I'll no, 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 I won't. So, obviously, uh, if you're Home Labbing, you quite often buy X Enterprise gear, don't you? It's a bit power hungry and noisy. Well, I came across a company called Minis, Minis Forum. I already have one of their boxes I use for a work machine, okay? But they've just released a new one called the MSO one, right? Right. Uh, it's a, probably about twice the size of a NUC by the look of it. Uh, so it's a bit bigger than a mini, mini one, but you're getting a Core i9-13900H in there. So 14 cores, 20 threads, up to 64 gig of RAM, free NVMe slots, okay? Uh, an expansion slot for a PCI 4X16 expansion slot in it. But the bit that got me, not only do you get two 2.5 gig Ethernet ports, you get two 10 gigabit SFP plus ports. What? And that's what threw me. This is the perfect VM host to put Proxmox on. Oh, and it's got two Thunderbolt 4 ports, so you can put an external GPU on if you wanted. Oh, don't tell me that now. <laughs> and 549 pounds. In the grand scheme of things, that's pretty good going. You need isn't to it? add RAM to that, and you need to yeah, add yeah, storage. yeah. It comes with a CPU already in it because it's a laptop-style CPU, the H version. But you're still getting, you know, turbo up to 5.4 gigahertz on it, 24 mega cache. I thought for 549 quid, including the 10 gigabit Ethernet, two of them, pretty good bargain. One or two, two or three of those, and my lab's completely redone and using hardly any power whatsoever. That is quite impressive bit of kit. I'll send you a link afterwards, but I was like, uh, yeah, please do. That one. <laughs> please do. Please do. So That's awesome. Success, they might bring a better one, but I could do it for a bit more RAM, 64 gig maximum. If it's been 128 or what's the weird one they do now? 96. Oh, 96. Okay, yeah, it's like in the old days, isn't it? Yeah, 96. A bit of an odd one. But yeah, if I was even 96 gig of RAM in a box, that'd be perfect. That would be pretty sweet. Yep. <sighs> Nice, very nice. Don't tell me these things now, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so what's your? So that's your pick for twenty four, then, is it? That uh, new. I want to redo the home lab. I might do some upgrades. Awesome, awesome. Well, I think you know, a kind of wish list one though, kind of up the top of my head would be. I'm interested to see where we're going with the iPhone sixteen and the Watch X as well. Sorry, Watch ten. Shouldn't say watch X. Ten, not the X. Um, yeah. Because those will be kind. Of, I think for me, I'm curious to see where they're going. You know. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, tune in September. We'll have more info. <laughs> we will, but I think, you know, we'll see, you think we, we've got uh, CES coming up, haven't we, oh, in we the have. next yeah, couple of weeks. Week, so yeah. that'll be interesting to see what we come out of CES as well. But yeah, it's been a good year, tech wise. Not so good year for gaming. I think we've kind of had a mediocre year for gaming, if I'm honest yeah. with you, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So let's see what 24 brings. But uh, yeah, but I think, you know, for me, I just want to say thanks to everybody that's listened to the show uh, for the past three years. Uh, past, you know, anybody that's joined us this year, you know, really appreciate you listening. Um, I, you know, look forward to continuing this um, for as long as we can. I enjoy making this podcast, and uh, you know, we'll uh, hopefully continue to make many more episodes. And uh, hopefully, this year we'll you know, maybe give another overhaul again. I think maybe this is the time for us to give a little bit of a spruce and a polish, eh? yeah. and uh, see what we can do. But uh, yeah, thank you to everybody that listens, and um, yeah, I look forward to being back telling you all the latest tech stories in the next week or so. All right. Well, have a good evening all. On that note, we wish you a happy new year. Or if it's already 2024 by the time you listen to this, um, hope you had a happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back soon. With that, I've been Jay. I've been Carl. Have a good one all.